Happy New Year, Carefree Family. So, we're back. Um, We took off last week for Christmas, but I do hope that you had a great Christmas and a happy Hanukkah. Today, we're back on the very first day of the new year. And I don't think it's by chance that our Tuesday episode release day fell on the first day of the year. I mean, you know, call me crazy, but I don't feel like it's by chance. Now, since it is a new year... It's a new us, so cliche, but new year, new us. We have a very slight change to the podcast, and that change is in its name. So last year, we went by Carefree Black Girl Diaries, but now we're going by Carefree and Black Diaries. So we only took the girl part out because I have a lot of more male listeners than I thought, and... You know, in addition to the women, I just felt like it wasn't really fair for me to exclude them in on this magic. But our logo remains the same and everything else is the same. So no worries. Okay, now that I dropped that little, little, little bombshell on y'all, let me get into our now updated intro. So welcome back to another episode and a new year of the Carefree and Black Diaries, where we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. I am the host, Shakira, and I want to welcome you back if you're already a part of our Carefree family, but if you are not, maybe you're new here and you just stumbled across this podcast, we welcome you to join us. If you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe so you'll be notified whenever there's a new episode. And while you're listening, go ahead and leave us a rating on whatever platform you're listening to, um, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, however you're listening, if you can leave us a good rating, we would really, really appreciate it. Ratings help us out a lot. So today and for the rest of this month, we'll be covering a lot. So I hope that y'all are ready for this for the entire month of January. Starting today, January 1st, we'll be covering a series. Y'all know how much I love my series. And I think the last time we had a series here was F Your F Your Fears. I think. I think that was the last one. Don't quote me. But yeah, I really love having series because I just feel like it leaves you more room and space to cover different topics. And it also gives you like a chance for you all to kind of let the word soak in and then the next week come back and just get more information and more insight into the things that we cover in the series. But anyway, so we'll be covering a series this month and this series is very, very near and dear to my heart and also to the hearts of so many people but before we get into that let's kick it off with our carefree updates so first things first have you all seen the trailer for us if you've been under a rock let me bring you up to date a bit here so jordan peele was the writer and director of the film get out and it came out in 2017 i cannot believe that film came out wow almost like two years ago now that's crazy time is flying but now He's returning to the big screen this year, March 15th to be exact, March 15th, 2019, with his new movie, and the name of the movie is Us. So a few names you may recognize are Lupita from 12 Years a Slave and Black Panther, Winston Duke, who was also in Black Panther, and um, Elizabeth Moss from Handmaid's Tale, if you watch that show. So the trailer was released Christmas Day, and I was shook the entire day and I'm not even exaggerating right now so Jordan Peele in his different works he uses a lot of symbolisms and I was thinking about that trailer all day on Christmas and like 
what were the bunnies standing for? Like, in the trailer, it was, like, a scene where it was a bunch of bunnies in a cage. And I'm like, what is that going to stand for? What role are the scissors playing in this entire movie? Where is this little girl from? It was just, like, so many questions. Because I don't know if you all realized, but when I watched the trailer, and I watched it countless times now... I can guarantee that the little girl with the pigtails on both sides of her head is both sides of her head. Shakira, what is that? <laughs> both sides of her head. Um, I can guarantee that that girl is not the same girl that was riding in the car with them, like the daughter from when the trailer first started. So I it might be a little early for me to make a theory. But just my early theory, I feel like the little girl is some kind of way like a reference to the family's past. Maybe she was a third child they had and something happened to her. I don't know. But early on, that's my theory and I'm going to stick to it. Okay. (laughs) But just know that I will be at the theater on March 15th, not a day later. And I cannot wait until we can talk about it here on the podcast. But I will be keeping you all updated with different um, things that come out like promotional things or different trailers and things like that that we can talk about until the movie comes out so moving on while we're speaking of movies i was so excited to see if bill street could talk on christmas day um but come to find out it was only in select theaters and where i lived was not mentioned in those select theaters so i was like really bummed out and i asked on twitter like had anyone saw that the movie wasn't being offered where they lived and a girl she was from dc and she wrote me back and she was like yeah it's not being shown here in dc either but i feel like they may have more dates come out later and she was right because I saw an ad, I went on their website first of all, and then I saw an ad on my Instagram page and it was saying that they're going to add new cities January 4th. So I'm looking forward to that. I will go and see if Bill Street can talk and I do encourage you all to go see it as well. Um, The guy who directed Moonlight, his name is Barry Jenkins, he's also directing this and I think he wrote the screenplay for it as well. So I'm excited because Moonlight was so good moonlight was a great movie um it deserved all the awards but anyway yeah that's what's up with the movies and also our last carefree update which is probably the most important one michelle obama topped the list of most admired women in the united states in 2018 and i mean like who else who else would have topped the list besides michelle obama i think like following right behind her was um melania whatever donald trump's wife and then i think third was oprah winfrey now how melania ended up in second place i don't know but the only thing we need to focus on is that michelle obama was number one on the most admired women in the united states so shout out to her now the moment that i have been waiting on for months yes i've been waiting to start this series for about three months now because i wanted to be fully prepared for it I've seen so many people struggling with similar circumstances over the past few months, but I wanted to make sure that I had gotten a handle on my same struggles before I came on here giving advice without really testing it out for myself or at least trying to, you know, make sense, right? So this series is for all of my creatives out there. If you consider yourself a creative, whether you're a writer, whether you're a photographer, artist, model, dancer, whatever you may be. 
If you have a dream and you're struggling with finding balance from your regular life and your actual pursuit of that dream and aspiration, this series is for you. And I was going back and forth with the name. I'm like, what am I going to name it? What am I going to name it? So the name of this series is Creatives Versus. Versus what though, Shakira? I'm glad you asked. So creatives versus all things that we may feel hinder our progress, whether it's mental factors, familial relations, external elements, or maybe the worst one, but probably the greatest thing we'll ever have to fight. And that's creatives versus our own self-doubt. But I can guarantee that y'all are not ready for that one yet. We're going to save that one for later on in the series. But right now, we're going to start off light. Today, we're talking about creatives versus family. I thought we could talk about this one first because it is a bit fresh for me. So as you know, Christmas just passed not too long ago. And one of my gifts this year included two Pandora charms. So my mom, she always gets me a charm for my birthday and Christmas, so I was not too surprised. But when I took a look at one of the charms, like a closer look, it was a camera, a cute little silver and black figure with a lens and it had a display screen on the back. And I was, I just started to feel overcome with emotion. So to anyone else, you know, it's just a camera, but to me in that moment, it was a symbol of approval and acknowledgement. And I think a large part of our struggle as creatives is having approval, approval from parents, approval from family members, approval from friends. We say we don't need it, but for many, I won't say all, I won't say all, but for many of us deep down, we long for a bit of understanding from those that matter most to us. They don't have to be super into what we have going on, but just having that sense of feeling from them like, I may not understand it, but I see you and I acknowledge what you're doing. Nothing kills dreams faster than when someone confides in their parents that they want to pursue an unconventional career path. And then the parent shuts them down without like a second thought. You finally mustered up the courage to say this to your parent. And then two seconds later, your dream is like diminished, shot down. And one thing that is common in black households, which I think will be up for our generation to change is the acceptance of career paths that aren't conventional per se. And I'm using conventional in air quotes because I don't want anyone to feel offended when I say that. There is absolutely nothing, nothing at all wrong with healthcare, education, law, journalism, business, none of that, nothing at all. So please don't feel offended when I say conventional. But for so many black parents and grandparents, Those were the career paths that made money and guaranteed like a stable, I'm using stable in air quotes too, um, a stable income to be able to provide for yourself and for your family. And back in the days, that was what it was all about providing. Yeah, granddad, he could play the bass guitar and his voice was probably better than Ray Charles, but he had to provide for his wife and his children. So that dream and that talent that he had got pushed to the back burner. And one thing I'm so happy to see is the growing amount of people that are refusing to be discouraged by societal norms and actually going for what they want. People that are determined to live their dreams and do what makes them happy. Like, I'm really enjoying seeing that. So many generations before us were tough parents, lacking empathy, emotion, and really, quite honestly, the depth to talk about things beyond surface level with their children and 
a portion of that reason is because they were living with unfulfilled goals and dreams. Some people resented their families deep down because they couldn't live out their wildest dreams because they had families to take care of. Not to say that they love their families any less, but a lot of times there resided some feelings that were kind of unresolved because they had to put away things that they really loved and cared for to be able to put food on the table and clothes on the back and keep a roof over their family's head. So instead of wanting their kids to have differently, they would rather know that their child has a stable income every month as opposed to living out their dreams. And at first I felt some kind of way about this. Um, when I felt like my parents weren't really all in with me or if they show any form of like hesitancy when I express things that I wanted to do, um, I felt some kind of way about that. But as I've gotten older, I realized that parents want what's best for you. It's cliche, I know, but that's it. They want what's best for you. When parents leave here, I feel like they would rather do so knowing that you won't have to worry about much. If we're just keeping it real here, we know that creative pursuits do not always yield the necessary amount of funds for us to live comfortably at all, at least at first. So parents and family members, they have valid reasoning behind feeling the way they do when we express these dreams to them, like when they give us that little side eye or if they just give us that little mm, in their voice. Y'all know that look when they take the pitch up a little bit like mm. so they have valid reasoning for being like that. And if you're blessed with parents and family members who understand and support you fully and wholeheartedly you are blessed i'm gonna say it one more time you are blessed to have family members who are just like all in with you no matter what so never take that for granted but if you are not one of those people here is how to deal when the people you love can't display the support you need them to so point one show them there's an old saying, and I don't know if it's just here in the South, but it says, I can show you better than I can tell you. That phrase is so often used sarcastically, but in this case, it is true. For many black parents, they have to see proof before they believe. Now, in order to show them, you have to do your part and actually have something to show. Many creatives, we get too caught up in social media and in comparison that we forget to make the art. What are you creating? What do you have to show as your body of work? Where is your evidence? And the proof is in the pudding. If you're saying you want to be a photographer and you don't have any pictures to show for it, are you really a photographer? Like, do you really want to do that? If you say you want to be a writer, what have you been writing lately? And I'm super guilty of this, but I have been working on it a lot last year. I have been working on it, but you have to be able to back up what you're saying. And this might sound cruel, but it's a bit of tough love since we're all family here. Can you really blame your parents and your family members for not believing in you when you say you want to do this and you want to do that? If you can't really show them any body of work or even something to show you've been practicing, I'll put it like this. Would you trust a mechanic to fix your car if they hadn't worked on any cars? Think about it. Would you let a surgeon operate on you if they hadn't been to medical school, let alone cut on anyone in their lives? 
I don't know about you, but I sure wouldn't. So how is that any different from you not creating something today? And we'll talk about this in another episode, but don't get so caught up in the wave that you feel like everything you create is with the end goal of having other eyes on it. Create for yourself, for practice. Create to learn where you have areas that you can improve upon. Everything doesn't have to be for you to share with the world. Nearing the end of last year, I was in my very first short film, and I was also cast as an extra on a TV show. All before that, when I told my parents I wanted to work in film and production, it was just kind of shrugged off. Like, okay, yeah, you want to work in film and production. Okay, but what are you really going to do after you graduate? But once they saw evidence of that, then they got super supportive. So all before it was like, "Mm, okay, yeah, you want to work in this, but you know, we don't have anything to show for that. But then once I came and I showed them, I have this opportunity, I'm going to do this. And then when they saw the end video, it was like, okay, it was real for them. So show them. And remember, the proof is in the pudding. They can't deny what you're giving them as tangible evidence of your pursuit in making your dreams happen. So that's number one, show them. That's it. Tip number two, this one is for people who may not have family support whatsoever. And no matter what, they just can't see it. Or maybe you're detached from your family, whatever it may be. Tip number two, find a support system. I feel like artists and creatives get a bad rep for being lonely people who are hermits and detached from the world. But the truth is our greatest inspiration comes from the outside world. I'm inspired when I'm sitting in a coffee shop. I'm inspired by my friends telling me about their days and their lives. I'm inspired by day-to-day passing interactions with strangers. So don't fall victim to the hype that you have to be this reclusive person, that you always have to be in the house, that you got to have a small circle, your circle real tight, no new friends. Find a group of people that will support you or share similar goals and aspirations. And you all make a promise to hold each other accountable, but also make a promise not to compare your journeys because that can breed envy and jealousy when there's room for everybody to eat. Like it's room for everybody to eat. There's an audience for everyone. You are not competing for customers. You are not competing for eyes. Think about the population of this world. The person next to you may not have the same audience that you have. So don't view their journey in comparison to yours. So find that support group. I was reading an article and it was from an actor out of New York. I really wish I could recall his name, but he said him and about five other people, they meet once a week, all actors. And when they meet up, they catch up on what they've accomplished that week, what auditions they went to, what they want to work on next. And that small circle of people, they use their time to check in and also provide an outlet for each other. So if they need to vent, they'll do that in that hour or two hours that they um that they meet. And if they need to, often in that time, they'll run lines with each other um, and, you know, give feedback to the other actors. You cannot go it alone. And if you do decide to, who will you be able to trust when you get to the top? That's a question for you. The question I'm asking you. The Bible says iron sharpens iron and 
to be completely honest, we all get a little dull in our techniques and in our practices. So it helps to have someone or a group of someones to help you out from time to time. Maybe you didn't think about singing a song in a certain pitch, but your accountability partner tells you, well, try it like this. You have to be able to put that pride aside and that tough act like you don't need anybody and find a group that you trust and who will also be there to support you along the way. And tip number three, know that the end all be all does not rest in the hands of approval from family and friends. Whether you have their support or not, you are the main factor in pursuing your dreams. Don't use not having support as an excuse to stop. If you do not have support, know that that alone isn't going to accomplish your dreams. It's you. Always has been and always will be. It's always about you. So I hope that you wrote down some of these things that we talked about today when it comes to approval from family, friends, or people that are close to you, because I want you to be able to go back and read over notes from day to day so they can stick with you. You know, I don't want you to just hear this one time and it just give you like a confidence boost for a week and then you forget about it. So next Tuesday, we will be back to continue this series, Creatives Versus, and I think next week is going to be a really good episode i'm gonna have a few guests come on here throughout the month so we can talk a little bit deeper about these things so in the meantime and in between time remember to stay black and carefree and also before we go follow us on twitter our at name is carefree black but that's blk pod so carefree black pod on twitter and also join in the conversation on instagram at carefree and black diaries so again remember stay black and carefree and we'll see you next time in the next episode of the carefree and black diaries bye guys